according to John, the 15th and 16th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said, When the Advocate comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who comes from the Father, he will testify on my behalf. You also are to testify because you have been with me from the beginning. I did not say these things to you from the beginning because I was with you, but now I am going to him who sent me. Yet none of you asks me, where are you going? But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your hearts. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And having come, the advocate will prove the world wrong about sin and righteousness and judgment. About sin because they do not believe in me. About righteousness because I am going to the Father and you will see me no longer. About judgment because the ruler of this world has been condemned. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot hear them now. When the Spirit of truth comes, you will be guide you will guide it be guided into all the truth, for the Spirit of truth will not speak on the Spirit's own authority, but will speak whatever the Spirit hears, and will declare to you the things that are to come. The Spirit will glorify me, taking what is mine and declaring it to you. All that the Father has is mine. For this reason I said that the Spirit will take what is mine and declare it to you. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, O Christ. Grace to you and peace in the name of God, our Creator, Jesus Christ, our Savior, and the Holy Spirit, our Advocate. Amen. A very blessed and holy day of Pentecost to one and all. This is a special day of the church year when we celebrate the Holy Spirit's activity in our lives and in the life of the church throughout history. For many who observe this day, there tends to be a focus more on the Holy Spirit's presence as a member of the Trinity than the presence in our lives. But our gathering for worship next Sunday is designated for celebrating the Trinity, so let's save that focus for then. Today is about celebrating this personhood of the Trinity, the beginning of the power of the Holy Spirit and the work of of reconstituting ourselves to be a better and more genuine embodiment of God's kingdom. Because it was the same for the Israelites when they celebrated Pentecost before the Christian church, that early Jewish sect, got its start. As you can see in the description of the first reading, this was a Jewish celebration long before it was a Christian one. It was about thanksgiving, and for many things, but mainly for having endured the celebration of Passover. And then the shift in the celebration, that first Pentecost, was about Thanksgiving too, but about more than that. 
It was about reconstituting Israel, setting a new course, a new direction for God's chosen toward a future unified kingdom of God. Pentecost is about celebrating that we are all God's children with many voices, many languages, many cultures. Pentecost is a celebration of diversity, but also the Spirit's work to unite us in the midst of that diversity. The Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit first descended, was about helping people understand that remaining connected to God wasn't only for those in the Holy Land. Because believers from throughout the world came to celebrate the end of the Passover celebration, known as the Diaspora, those who were a part of the family of God but outside of the home base. Celebrating the Passover, celebrating Pentecost, was about finding solidarity in survival. Because surviving the Passover, or any part of the year for that matter, was a difficult thing in their time. And perhaps you feel that our present circumstances aren't much different. Perhaps you feel a sense of this solidarity and survival as well. Because you're here, you're with us in worship today. Especially after more than a year of living in this pandemic. Coming together with those in our community to celebrate survival, this is the truth that unites us. But there is also the truth that not all have survived this pandemic. We have lost so many people, nearly 3.5 million to coronavirus the worldwide. But the deeper truth is, so many others have died too, and from so many other causes in the past year. And ultimately, we all are dying. Now, before you think this sermon is getting too dark, just hear me out. Just because our deaths are all assured doesn't mean that darkness wins the day. Nor does it mean that we are alone or abandoned in whatever death we will have in this life. The Holy Spirit was with us at our first breath and will be with us at our last as will every member of the Trinity, for that matter. Because the Holy Spirit goes with us wherever we go in whatever we do, which means God goes with us all the time. And not just us in this community, but with and for all. That is to say, the Holy Spirit is this advocate, this helper, this guide for all who are willing to be vulnerable to it. Honestly, it baffles me, not only as a Christian, but as a human being, how so much violence and hatred can still exist in the world after the last year that the world has had, that all have been affected by. It it baffled me before the pandemic, but all the more now. Be it the conflicts, the violence, the hatred between race, between religion, between creed or political ambition, The world over has seen conflicts continue, even ones with which have been, we've been repeatedly praying for peace for decades, for centuries. 
When I began reflecting on preaching for Pentecost at the beginning of this week, missiles were still flying through the air toward innocent communities in both Palestinian and Israeli lands. People were dying needless deaths and not from COVID. This century's old conflict over the Holy Land has resulted in so much death. And it makes it truly difficult to believe there is anything holy about it anymore. But fortunately for the world, it's not what we do that makes something holy in this world. That work falls to the work of the Holy Spirit and the amazing ministry that God can do in the midst of so much death and destruction. Even if that ministry looks like a momentary ceasefire agreement between these two peoples. It's in moments like the last two weeks in the Holy Land or the struggles of a pandemic year that this celebration of Pentecost were made for. We are to on this day and in those moments utter those sacred and faithful words. Come, Holy Spirit, come. When you look at most conflicts over land in the world's history, it's fascinating to realize how much the desire for that land is motivated by the necessity for access to water. Because water is the thing that we all need to live, regardless of race, religion, creed, or political ambition. Rather than being the thing that divides us, it should be the thing that unites us. This is why the sacrament of baptism is such a strong image, a strong reminder of the Holy Spirit for me. Water is very much our advocate in daily life. It hydrates us, it cleans us, and it does so much more for us. Water is truly the thing that unites us. As continents around the world, but even borders between countries like Slovakia, Czechia, and Austria, here in our little corner of Europe, with the mighty rivers around us. All this reflection of the work of the Spirit in our midst and water reminds me of one of my favorite hymns. It's number 453 in our hymnal, written by a woman named Kathy Skogan Soltner. And it's called Baptized and Set Free. It's a hymn that is a wonderful reminder of the promises of baptism, yes, but also the callings therein. On how we are to view and exist in this world by the power of the Holy Spirit. So as you listen to this hymn, listen to verse 3 in particular that says, We are nourished by water all living things, and by life that the Spirit abundantly brings. As we journey toward home, may your presence be known. Precious river, ever flowing, now carry us home. Dear friends, may this songful prayer on this celebration of Pentecost be a catalyst for you to trust the Holy Spirit and its work in your life as your advocate, as your guide to be bold participants in God's work in this world. Every time that you interact with water, may these words ring 
and your soul.